much but less exactly. put together, you know, six or seven of them. How, how, like, when it comes to Nebraska basketball, I don't think it takes much for Nebraska fans to be happy. When it comes to Nebraska basketball. No, no, like, seriously, would we be happy if Nebraska was eighth in the Big Ten this year? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I mean, Miles I was fired after going to the NIT two straight seasons. You're right. Well, and, the, and, and, and you pushed him out. So, I mean, it seems like it takes some type the of The NIT is not success. the ultimate goal here. Yes. Um, I bet Nebraska fans would be happy with the NIT. I don't right think now. you really would be. I mean, because would we talked not? about it, you'd be all right. The, 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 the frustration is built because this is year three, because you have a five-star on campus, because all the work that you yeah. did suffering through the last two years of knowing this isn't it and this isn't the team, it's supposed to, to pay off this year. So now you're 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 asked to extend that another year with a, you know maybe a, a, a recruiting class that rivals the previous one maybe one that a little less ballyhooed or whatever, but why do you believe that all of a sudden it's going to take over especially when the biggest problem for Hoiberg is is the attrition, so it's it, it's just I mean I I think that you're you're pretty close to a, a hopeless place if you're if you're as far as selling it for the next year for Hoiberg, um, but at the same place you know long term I still think it might be worth another uh, another year uh, to have a little bit more patience to get a guy um, you know to give a guy the full opportunity that you know it's not a year where this guy gets hurt or that guy gets hurt or COVID year or first year and all that stuff one more more and more opportunity does he deserve it I don't know if there was an 18 and a half million dollar buy it would he get it probably not but <laughs> yeah. at this point you know in Nebraska you're kind of been between a rock and a hard place so you 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 might have to suffer through if you're so frustrated that you're going to call in and yell at coach Hoiberg or, or try to tell mm-hmm. him to his face how disappointed you are maybe take a mental health day or two take some breaks you don't have to watch Nebraska basketball maybe tune in if you're done with Hoiberg be done with Hoiberg but there are plenty of fans that will still be there and support this team um and 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 you know but but it's not everybody, and that's the that's the, the fault, like you said, of, of, yeah. of, of what Alberts has to do. They've been raising season ticket sales for years now, thinking, okay, eventually it's going to hit. Oh, and this year they're bringing in this guy. I don't think there, there's any way that you can raise you know the ticket season ticket prices. Yeah, we have to take 10 seconds here for station identification. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first, 93.7 The Ticket. Okay, I want to talk about that buyout because what's interesting is we talk about, you know, well, they're going to get another – he's going to get another year because of the buyout, all, all this. And I, I, I'm, in that, I'm in that boat of it's going to kill Nebraska to have – to spend that buyout and to pay for Because then you have to think about it. Then if you decide to move on from Fred Hoiberg, you have to pay a portion of his buyout, and then you have to – if you want to make a splash higher, which Trev Alberts isn't, doesn't seem like that guy where he's that – he doesn't have a list in his drawer that says these are all the splash hires that I'm capable of getting. Like he's not that guy. But if you do, that means you have to steal him away from a school, pay their buyout, then pay him money for his contract. So there's a lot of money on the line outside of just Fred Hoiberg's buyout. But one thing, interesting thing in there is what does it tell the fan base if you bring back a coach that is 0-19 in the conference? That's, that's where it gets a little hairy for me personally is because how is this fan base supposed to have any excitement for next season. Forget recruiting class because it's going to be the same thing we hear with football is, oh, we're excited about these guys. We're excited about this guy. They've shown us a lot of good things in practice. Well, we're about to hear those same things out of the basketball camp. Well, you just went 0-19 the year before. But, 
the the thing that you got to realize though is usually when it comes to these buyouts, you have donors, you yep. have alumni that come forward and say we're going to be the ones to pay this buyout. We've had you're enough. right, you're right. For football, I'm assuming that that's pretty easy to do. It's Nebraska mm-hmm. football. You have a tradition, you have a history of winning. There are people out there that will put down a substantial amount of money to have them gone. Is there anyone invested enough in the basketball program to say I'm going to shell out eighteen million dollars to change it? Probably not. I mean, because that that's the thing is at the end of the day is like Box said is. The biggest part about this is that $18.5 million. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the elephant in the room is that has to be paid if you want to move forward, whether you like it or not. And that's what's so wild about it, and that's what goes back to kind of what I was saying about it doesn't take much to make Nebraska fans happy when it comes to men's basketball because there's not many people like that that care so much right. about Nebraska men's basketball like they do football, right? So that's where I'm saying that – if you just get top nine in the Big Ten tournament, top ten, get yourself a first round bye and get yourself give yourself a chance to even make a run in that. But like when you're one of those bottom four teams and you have to play five days of Big Ten basketball in a row, you're you're basically taking yourself out of the competition before it even gets started. Well, and that's and the biggest problem, the biggest frustration again is you know that's give give yourself a taste of tournament time bingo and there's no taste and there hasn't been for no. hoiberg no. the last 2 years you're losing your best player before you even suit up for the big 10 tournament yeah. this year you might go in winless um hopefully not right like a lot of it kind of depends on what what happens throughout the remainder of the season and as silly as that is i mean what's the difference between 2 and 18 and 0 and 20 well not much but at least there's something there i mean 0 and 20 i don't know what you do there i mean because you still have that huge buyout like you said that's still the big obstacle there but that's that's it doesn't get worse. It, yeah. it can't get worse. Let me ask you guys this. So take off your radio host, your journalist hat, take it yeah. off. Ask you as an alumni, asking you as a student. If mm-hmm. you had to decide right now if you were going to retain Fred Hoiberg or get rid of him, what would you choose? From a student's perspective, I can tell you there's no interest in going to men's basketball games. Yeah. And there's there something to be zero. said for that. There's something to be there, said for there that. is zero. And and that's just me being brutally honest. That's not me calling for Fred's job. I'm not saying that, that it's Fred's fault. But it ne- Nebraska students, they'll show up, but number one, just because they show up doesn't mean they're invested. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it means that they paid for the season tickets and they don't want their money to go to waste. Number two, just because they're there does not mean they care. <laughs> right. Like and, it's, it's, and it's, it's dwindling, it's too. Definitely, I mean, the and there's something yes. to be said for that. And it's definitely more of a social event. Yeah. And that's across the board, whether it's football or basketball. That's a so, it's a social event. It's not, it's not like it was when the best – and, like, I was thinking about the best environment that Nebraska basketball has ever had, and it's no-sit Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was 2014. Oh, yeah. That's a lot That was ago. seven years – eight years ago. PBA has turned into, like – Coaches would have, Big Ten coaches would have told you, I know this is getting off track, but, so I want to get back there real quick. But like a couple years ago, Big Ten coaches would have told you, nope, we don't want to play in PBA. We do not want to play in PBA. The brand and the idea for Pinnacle Bank Arena when it comes to Nebraska men's basketball has dropped off dramatically, not only with the students, but we get texters. Gus says this, I've been a season ticket holder for eight years, and this year's version is crap. It's worse than not being able to shoot, rebound, and play defense. They show little effort, no drive, no spark, and they are soft as a pillow. It's embarrassing. We also get this text. Uh, oh, Gus is a season ticket holder. I've skipped about half the games this season and probably won't renew. That's the things that Fred or Trev's going to have to worry about. Pete and Seward, I have season tickets. Haven't been to a game since mid-December. At least Doc Sadler or Miles' team didn't seem to give up when they got beat. 
you at least expected to see a little effort. Like, those are the things that if you're Trev Alberts, open your eyes. That's that's my thing. Like, students, I, I can promise you right now that there is little to no excitement. There, I mean, obviously no excitement, but they don't care. Right. And, and, that's, and that's alumni. Freaky. I'm asking you as an alumni, someone that would be interested in buying season tickets, someone who's invested into every program, obviously. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about it? Um, you know, obviously just as frustrated as everybody else. And, and I am a season ticket holder and right. it's, it's been, um, it's been tough. You don't, you don't necessarily, I mean, it's cold. I don't want to go to half these games yeah. when it's cold and I don't expect it, you know, much of an environment. I'll just watch it on BTN or whatever. <laughs> um, so it's, it, it, I mean, it is, it is, it, and coming from that perspective, Trev, you can't raise the prices this year. I know they, they've no. had, they've been doing it every year. Um, you can't do it. I, there's just no way. I mean, you want to riot. You're, you're already you're getting pretty close to it for the, as far as the Nebraska basketball situation goes. Um, what Fr- Fred had said last night is, is true, though, is that they are bringing in uh, one of the top recruiting classes in Nebraska basketball history. I always say you may, maybe need three or four guys um, that can really change something. You know, hopefully, you know, that's the type of recruiting class that that could do it. I know people aren't going to believe that because they just saw this recruiting class yeah. come in. But the second ra- highest ranked guy, this recruiting class is out for the season. We didn't see much of Brian Buck sure. and what he could bring. I'm not saying he'd be the difference um, before, you know, five or six wins in Big Ten play, probably. But but uh, it might have been a little bit better. But hopefully with that class, you kind of can think more past the one and done and more into, okay, these are guys that can can stick through and, and maybe um, provide you something to work with. I think it's just similar to Nebraska football. Um, I don't blame you for whatever opinion you have. You're you're right, and if you think it's the time to fire Fred Hoiberg, then you're right. If, yeah. if you think you'd want to stick it out and see, then it, you're right. I mean, you're you you you're you're at a point where your opinion is just as valid, you know, because they they put themselves in that situation. But I think if you're Trev, you have to do something similar to uh, to what you did with Frost. And I know the comparison people get tired of the comparisons, but they're there and they extend to this point. You got to switch this thing. This is what you thought was going to work in the Big Ten is not working in the Big Ten. So, you know, what you got looked at on those guys on the bench, similar to football once again, you've got to shake up something. you got to bring in – I mean, you, you've got to spark – got to get ideas from outside the building um, to, to get this thing going. So whether that's, you know, an assistant that specifically brings the tenacity on defense and the hustle or something. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I, I think that you need to change your, your identity. And, and part of it in the recruiting is we're going to put you in an NBA system. It's a free-flowing offense. It's going to get you prepared for the next level. Good, great stuff. I mean, that that's gr- good in recruiting, but it has to eventually win. So, you know, maybe you, you turn that around to – you know, grab a guy, put him on the bench, and now all of a sudden the team philosophy is absolute hard work, hustle, defense, rebounding. I mean, everything that it's not right now. Yeah. And, you know, then we'll see what we can do on the offensive side of the ball. It might not be as, as you know, we're not, not going to score 80 points a game. That was that one point of sell to the Nebraska fan base. It's going to be an entertaining product. <laughs> Screw entertaining. We, Nebraska needs wins now. Yeah, and ma- so I don't wins care. Are entertaining. I don't care yeah. if you win fifty-five, forty-five on you know, on a regular basis. Yeah. That's it, you yeah. need some wins first. Yeah. I let me ask you guys this, and, and I'll get out of your guys' way, and and you guys can get on with the water cooler. But um, how much excitement? What what do you hang your hat on for next season? Let's say they keep Hoiberg, which I think is the more logistical thing. I, I once again, I want to make it very clear. If you're just now joining us, not calling for Fred's job, I am not. Same thing with football. Same thing across the board. I do not want to cover a new coach. I do not want to start from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. But once again, you have to think about this. Uh, 
how are they starting from the bottom up next year? Yeah, they are either way, yeah. Bingo. So that's where that, like, what do you hang your hat on next season? Because is it the recruiting class? But it's hard to do that when you're guy you, you just pushed it not pushed out the door a guy that just went or won f- at least five big 10 freshman of the weeks is now a lottery pick in the nba and you're still 0 and 19 in the league I mean or, that, or or 2 and 17 let's and do that's that. the huge thing who knows and strick will point to this too is you know you see those projections and where bryce is going to go we're going to have to see i mean if he's if he's fringe first mm-hmm. round you know maybe you can convince him to come back for another year yeah. that would be what you would hang your hat on right um if not then, then you have your trouble, right? I mean, if Bryce is out the door, maybe you can re- retain one of these guys, you know, a Trey McGowan's or a Derek Walker. Either way, you don't have you don't have a face of the program, I don't think, and and yeah. you're kind of just hoping for the new recruiting class to to add that splash. Well, and but. you and you lose a guy like Kobe Webster, yeah, like who play huge roles, and you, you lose you could possibly lose a guy like Derek Walker and Trey McGowan's, and you don't know what happens with attrition with a guy like Eduardo Andre who just hasn't gotten it put together quite yet like there are so many um questions that will need to be answered during the offseason if they do bring them back that it's how much excitement surrounds the program next year because it's the same story all over again it's plugging and playing guys if they have to replace guys on their team right now from the transfer portal well how do you trust them to go out and assess talent and plug them in the right spot and use them in certain situations because the Delano Banton does not walk down, down up and down the street every single day, and now Husker fans are regretting talking bad about him because they realized how successful he could have been. I don't in the, know though. That's that that that's again that extends the problem for Hoiberg, right? You have two NBA players and you're not getting any wins. You you, you have Bryce McGowan's winning Freshman of the Week every week in the Big Ten. You're not getting any wins. Mm-hmm. You have an NBA player and Delano Banton that by the time he he was done at Nebraska, he was benched. He was coming yeah, off the bench. That's right. And then, you know, don't even get started on the other guys that are getting yeah. triple doubles or whatever, getting kicked off the team. But, but, but you know, the best That's players right. the first two years, Teddy Allen and, and, and Cam Mack, both didn't make it to the Big Ten tournament. Jeremy makes an interesting point, point on the uh, how the students have no buy-in. He goes, if Nick's statement doesn't horrify you, quote, the students have no buy-in to the basketball team, you have to think hopefully some of those students will eventually become season ticket holders and donors. Like it won't be from their <laughs> fun times in college. Yeah. Yeah. Like holy <laughs> crap! Right? Like there is there are the, like that's. I don't want to say that this decision that Trev ha- Trev Alberts has to make or has coming up is going to affect for year, Nebraska for years to come because I don't I honestly don't know the answer. But you have to wonder about how his decision, if he decides to move on, how that affects next year. And like you said, Bach, it gives that gives the fan base a sense of hope. If you do get a new face, a fresh face, a fresh roster, like you get that hope because you don't know what's going to happen. If you bring them back, you can still have some certain of hope, some some amount of hope. And Fred Hoiberg is a very successful coach, just not yet at Nebraska. Like I want to like Fred. Fred is a still ha- like Nathan and I were talking during the break. Fred still has that cliche about him. Still has he that does. that clout, prestige. Yeah, yeah. Not cliche. Yeah. The clout. Like he still has it's it. It certainly got hit with a rock, but yeah. I mean, he still it's, has it. Though. It is. It's, he, he still has name recognition. Oh, and basketball circles. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a, a yeah he's a name around but basketball. It, for again, sure. at least you know the students this year will have something to hope when Nebraska football wins ten games. Oh, of course. <laughs> then they'll have something to hope. People All right. are really going to. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Sorry, guys, for taking over your water cooler. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. Also, shout out Paul Van Wagner, my old boss, who put this clown, Nathan Brennan, on the radio. (laughs) Love you guys.
So, <laughs> Glad you're listening. Um, All the way in Virginia. So I'm done for today. Nathan and Bach will be back. I, what are we talking about? Oh, probably the same stuff. All right, cool. <laughs> so um, either uh, way. We'll have, uh, we're going to have Ryan Munson on, too, here yeah. in a few minutes. Okay, well. perfect. Well, appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Sorry yeah. that the happy hour went an hour and 15 minutes today. Oh, that's okay. Rico's gone. Let's extend it. All right, we're uh, <laughs> yeah, true. We're uh, we're out of here, or I'm out of here. You guys have a great rest of your uh, Tuesday. I will talk to you tomorrow. We'll have Aaron Sorensen of Hill Varsity on at 2.30 to talk football. Have a great rest of your day.